Welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Previously, we discussed some activities and ideas regarding the occupations that we're going through each occupation. We started with ADLs, activities of daily living. And on this episode, we will touch upon instrumental activities of daily living. IADLs is going through the OTPF, the Occupational Therapy Practice Framework, teaches us that these are activities to, to support daily life within the home and community that often require more complex interaction than those used in ADLs. Previously, we discussed that IADLs refer to things such as caring for others or pets or child-rearing or communication management, driving a community mobility, financial management, health management and maintenance, home establishment and management, meal prep and cleanup, meal preparation and cleanup, religious and spiritual activities and expression, safety, emergency maintenance, and shopping. So these are all very important things. These are not things that directly are basic to our fundamental self and our basic bodies and ourselves, but these are things that are crucial to daily living that we need to be involved with in our daily lives. So when it comes to caring for others or caring for pets, these are different things and and different activities that we could do to mimic these things. Obviously, we can't always have real pets and um, we can't just have people lying around to practice with. That wouldn't make sense and that wouldn't be ethical or right. But we can have simulated activities and simulated environments in order to work with that. So if we're working with usually high schoolers in order to take care of uh, the skills necessary to maintain a home, whether they'll be independent in their own home one day or whether they'll be in a group home or they'll be in supported living or assisted living or anything of the like, we could try to simulate the environment as much as possible. And we could always try to bring in robotic things or simulated things we could have a a stuffed pet or a stuffed animal or we could have a type of doll or things and different things that we could show and try to mimic the environment and how to do that in terms of community communication management itself we could also make sure to know how to work with that and how to take care of that that's a very easy thing especially if the child has a cell phone already or has a computer or laptop already we could try to work on that as well and the in in the interim as well so we could teach them if they don't know how to use all the functions of a phone that would help them best in their life how to make phone calls in the olden days it was easier and more hands-on especially with rotary phones and especially with phones that have numbers that are physically touchable and and very tactile and especially with keyboards and, and the computer that's really good to get that feedback and to touch them but even nowadays with texting and iPads it's very good to teach them students and children and and teenagers how to use that as well and we could also teach them how to use uh, different functions if there's in a home and they have a, an alarm system or if there's a heating system if they're going to be alone or, or with adults and they could try to help out as much as possible as well. In terms of community mobility, a big thing in OT, occupational therapy is a lot of times we'll actually do hands-on training to get them to learn how to use the subway or the bus. There are many articles about OTs actually going with their client to take the subway with them in order that they learn how to use the metric card and how to navigate, how to figure out which stop to get off at and which stop to go to, which train line to take or which bus line to take. And as well, it's also important for them to learn how to read maps, to read subway maps, to read bus maps, and to know how to take care of those things and how to be involved in their daily life. In terms of driving, there's also a big thing in OT, especially in rehab and outpatient, how to get the, the, the patient or the individual back into driving life, back into getting into that device or that vehicle, especially if they're injured and they might have apprehension to get back into that. 
it's also important to, to teach them how to count change and how to understand the stops and how to read the signs, especially if they're going to use the subway or the train or the bus. I know when I'm going somewhere, it takes me at least one or two times to actually figure out what I'm doing so that I could do it the rest of the year, like when I'm going to new schools. So imagine for a child or for a student, even of the high school age, even college age, it could be apprehensive, it could be nerve-wracking unless they need, unless they get the need fulfilled where they have to learn how to get where they need to get, and we could help with that as well. In terms of financial management, we've discussed this before, in terms of budgeting, and even when I was an outpatient in mental health, which hopefully we'll talk about in its own segment in the future, budgeting and teaching them pluses and minuses or balancing a checkbook or having more money or less money, that's also things that they might not always know about. And then we brought in like Dunkin' Donuts, which we'll also hopefully talk about, to give them some hands-on training. So they would give some practice money and I would give them the donut and we would do some budgeting with that. They gave me $3 and I would give them some change and then they got a cup of coffee and a donut or a popum. That's sentiments. I mean a donut or a munchkin. When it comes to health management and maintenance, it's important to eat healthy and to stay healthy and to be active. So it could teach them how to have a good regimen, what it means to be physically fit, physically active if they want to get to a gym to learn how to use the equipment. I mean that would be where fitness management would come into play as well. And if they have something in the home, they could use that as well. And when it comes to being healthy and staying healthy, another area that would be touched upon, a big one in IEDL, would be meal preparation. That's a really good thing for them to learn as well. And these are really good hands-on tools, meal prep and cleanup, in order to make a meal and to set up the meal, even if it's basic things. That's a great thing to learn in order to be somewhat independent, even if they are supported in their independence when living. It's really good for them to learn how to make these meals, and that goes along with health management and maintenance. One of my favorite things in graduate school was a PowerPoint presentation where we worked with individuals, adults with special needs, teaching them how to make a fruit salad. We went step by step by step. We explained the benefits of healthy eating, and then the clients would hands-on peel the oranges and they would cut the apples they would cut the bananas and they would break up the fruit into a fruit salad and then they got to eat the fruit of their labors literally and figuratively they got to eat that which they made and prepared and there's no greater pleasure for somebody than if they could actually make something and they eat it they get the reward of making it and they get the reward of eating that which they made and it's a wonderful thing to actually benefit from that which you prepare. In terms of home establishment and management, we've been talking about how much they could take care of themselves and how much they could do in terms of, of that and it's good always to figure out how they can make sure that they can manage within the home. You know, things like brooming, using the broom and dustpan and things like laundry are really good to have hands-on help in one of my schools that have an actual laundry machine. They also have an oven and a stove and a, a refrigerator and a, a lot of times there's a toaster oven and a microwave. These are all really good things to give hands-on practice. If they don't learn how to do this stuff now, how are they going to be able to do it on the job training, especially when all these things come into play, when they're trying to figure out everything independent. It's very hard to also add on all these things, like basic things such as making food and eating food, if we don't give them the hands-on help now that they need. Besides for laundry and, and brooming and dust fanning, there even could be a Swiffer. is a wonderful thing I use in my own house, and I love it. It's very simple, very cheap, and it could be bought very easily. And something like that is really good to use. As we continue, we'll talk more about things like that on OT Talk with Mr. T. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T.